Hi there, it's Rachel Martin, and you're listening to Parenting Teens Podcasts. So welcome to Parenting Teen Podcasts. Um, Today I've got a guest speaker, um, and we've got very happy to have Veronica Skye from Your Maths Tutor joining us today, who's going to help all you parents out there who have young people who struggle with maths. Um, a few people have asked about this, so I thought it was very apt to get on somebody who could help you with some tips for things to do um, and ways that you can help, but also some resources that she's got that could be really beneficial for you guys as well. So, Veronica, hi. How are you doing? Hi, Rachel. Hi. I'm fine. How are you doing? Uh, all good. All good. They're back at school. It helps. It definitely <laughs> helps. <laughs> but, that very often. <laughs> yeah, normality. We need the routine back. We're all itching for the routine back. So yes, definitely. Definitely all good. So do you want to just give a bit of um, a bit of an intro of yourself, kind of what you do and, and how you've got to where you are? Uh, yes, of course. So um, I'm Veronica and I am indeed math tutor and I basically I've been math tutor for half my life. So I, it's not really like just what I do on my job. I really think of myself. That's who I am. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of lot of uh, enjoyment from this job, and helping helping students and just seeing them thrive. So you know, it's just really rewarding. Oh, it's a unique breed of person. Seeing people thrive in maths. Wow. <laughs> I know. I know. It always sounds like oh no, it won't be me, but it will be surprised so much. <laughs> Fantastic. That's what we like to hear. So what? Um, ages is it that you cover so well at the moment I tutor I normally tutor which means all ages I do really primary to university the youngest are in year three or four and the oldest really is his last year of u- at uni so <laughs> wow that's a big mix so you've obviously said that you tutor a lot of different ages and that's obviously a lot of different levels um, of math so are there any things that um, potentially would help things that generally always seem to trip people up or things like that yeah d- definitely there seem to be a pattern most of the time that I picked up after all those years it's it's <laughs> that's why I created my motto as you can see on my website it's about confidence basically and and the confidence is probably one of the key things um it's just you you might miss something uh while you build your foundation because maybe very often I hear that, oh, my teacher, just if I ask, it just gets angry, so I don't ask anymore. And, you know, like when you, when you have to rush at school, uh, you know, so you don't have that much time to explain everything and some of the students get left behind yeah. and um, and they lose confidence. And it can be at any age, right? It could be primary, secondary, uh, anywhere. And yeah. it just starts a really ugly snowball, you know? You don't want yeah. to snowball. It's just snowball of of maths is horrible and I can't do it and you know it's all the stuff so and I'm trying to obviously just help with that but anyone can help with it if they if they understand it's not it's not like I'm bad at maths that generally doesn't exist being bad at maths uh, of course you might have you better at English you better at history that's okay but yeah. uh, the basic maths like let's say up to GCSE um pretty much everyone should be able to learn i'm not saying like everyone gets grade eight nine that's today aa star yeah um, but um you know just just be able to do the basic that very often you will need in your real life later and uh you know so so the confidence missing bits and then uh, actually sometimes you'll be surprised 
uh, that could also be um, the, the the problem could be rooting in the the fact that there might be some special education needs that the child the student might have and it's not detected it could be something very mild like maybe um uh, very mild of uh, focus issues, a little bit of anxiety, as could be often masked well, so you know the students don't get picked on yeah. for being a little bit different or something, or just need the extra help. It's not just just their fault. It's not just um, you know not not paying attention or something. It's just yeah. yeah. So if you if you um, if you just help with these underlying possible issues, then a lot of times that that smooths all the problems and then maths can be learned and without stress and without too much trouble so you're dead right the minute you start getting maths wrong it, it you just quit it's like i just don't get it i don't understand i'm not going to do it um yeah. and that that hideous line you must hate oh i hate maths yeah. i hate maths i can't get it right exactly then you get that then it's difficult to get out of it i even i just remember once it was just a matter of the student was supposed to wear glasses and then he couldn't see well uh, because just wouldn't want to wear want to see well what, what's going on in the classroom and um, then wouldn't get the stuff so wow it's <laughs> just really little silly things sometimes and that's been going on for maybe two or three years and then you pick up a lot of problems alongside so yeah and you never really look to go back to the very basic obvious things sometimes it's there's so many reasons that come over the top the teacher hates me you know, uh, that's just how it's always been. So I didn't know it could be any different and that glasses would have helped. You know, there's loads of things. And at, at the young ages that you're dealing with people at and in teenage years as well, that they're not geared to think of how to fix things. They can just see the problem and it just causes them to get stuck. So what a fantastic opportunity to almost be just another support outside the numbers and trigonometry and all those really fun things. Um, I see another side of support for them as well how fantastic but I, I categorically agree from my world of things confidence is it just plays such a huge part in everything and if you can raise that um, in your clients that come to you to tutor then like you say I bet you see them flourish time and time again as they start to get things right and the teacher doesn't tell them off or rush or anything like that yeah must be a wonderful moment it is it is indeed and just hearing it especially uh, when they're the final exams and I always wait like for second Christmas to get, <laughs> to get the results you know and they, they're different days because different exams you know A levels GCSE now I'm based in Scotland now I lived in London but now I'm in Scotland so we have also different um, exams here and different different time for that so it's actually multiple uh, Christmases you know <laughs> <laughs> all over August oh fantastic like a little halfway house for the year just yeah. to pick you back up again make sure it's all good superb so we talk about confidence um and obviously there are a lot of people out there who have lost their confidence in mass and you know are full of the I hate it I don't like it I'm rubbish at it I don't know what to do I can't get it how do you motivate somebody to I guess, to reapproach something that they don't like or they feel they're rubbish at. What do you do to help? Um, first of all, if you make it fun, it's always easier. And I'm all for fun. Um, so <laughs> and my, I lose lots of visuals and I say jokes. And, you know, sometimes I'm getting a little bit older. So sometimes the jokes are maybe like, of, you know, like oh, it's like a mom's slash dad's jokes. But, but <laughs> most of the time, at least they laugh politely. But I think most of the time you can really see like they can just like snort out. I'm like, OK, yeah, I hit the target. <laughs> 
just like with the fun and with the visuals, you know, just like the, the way of, you know, it's not, it's not like one way to explain. So I'll obviously try to find the, the way that works for each student, how to explain. Shall I just use formula? Shall I just show it on a, an example? Shall we just try a little bit easier example? Usually a combination of all three, or there are other ways as well. So I'm trying to find, but like in a fun way, how to explain the way that they will obviously understand. So then they yeah. see, oh, that is a way to learn this. Okay, so they just, they, you know, that sparks a little bit of interest. And of course, oh. if you're interested in something, that's a little bit more motivated. So, and also a good motivation is, I know they hear it all the time, um, but explain why they need that in their real life. Well, of course, not all the maths they would need in real life. I mean, I do a lot all the time because it just makes my life easier, actually, to do a lot of calculations that others would just probably not do. But, <laughs> but uh, I mean, even if it's not the maths they might need, I said, well, you need to pass the exam and then you can get on with your life. And because it's mandatory, let's say GCSE, so you want to pass at a good level and then you can go study your college. Maybe you don't have to touch maths in in an academic way never again and good for you if that's what you want perfect you might need little bits around for just like going easier through life but you know just just tell them why they need that and uh you know let them let them just think about it let it sink in and as i say come back to fun and just you know <laughs> yeah this combination of all this seemed to be working for me all the years so so i think that's a that might be a, a good advice if someone wants to motivate um students so just just don't take it too seriously and don't try to mentor too much in terms of like, you have to do this this is really needed it's like well it's needed so just think about it you have your own brain you surely work it out yourself but let's just get to the way how we can explain it to you and uh you can see it's not that difficult and you can do it and if you can do it and you know the effort is needed then you are motivated to really learn well and really actually do it yeah. yeah it sounds like a really like like a, a huge positive cycle instead yeah. of a complete negative end where they would have been stuck in in that if they start to get it because you've explained it in a way they can understand it and they've actually listened to you in the first place because it was fun or it was visual I mean visual maths are you joking to me that's like what it's, it's just <laughs> not naturally very visual so to hear that is a really nice I guess change on how academically we know maths to be taught I mean it's the most boring exercise book to look through as a parent you'll probably hate me for that but it you know in English there's pictures or there's a big long descriptive story and stuff and maths is literally just you know numbers after number after number so to apply that visual side to it is yeah it just sounds it sounds more fun already which is madness because you know it's it's maths um but that's yeah that sounds really cool and that they are going to need it. One of the things that I've found um, along those lines is, like you say, they're not going to use Pythagoras' theory. I get that. That's not going to come back up in their life. But if they're in a shop and they've got 40% off sale, you need mm -hmm. your maths. You need to know how much that item is so that you can decide if it's worth it or, or not. And yeah. there's no way around it. it. It will feature in their life no matter what job they do or where they go. So making it real for them I guess yeah sounds like a really logical thing to do but we so often are just like well you know that's what the school say that's how it has to be so just get on with it and yeah that's never going to boost anyone's confidence is it but 
I'm still desperate to know what visuals you're using in maths, but, you know, I'll go and stalk it out on websites and stuff afterwards. <laughs> One of the things I did want to ask you, and obviously we've covered some of this, is, is there anything that specifically for parents that you've seen that they can do to help their child when they're in a bit of a black hole with maths? Mm, uh, yes. Well, first of all, if the problem is uh, maybe not not wanted to do the homework because oh it's maths and I'd rather do football or just hang out with friends because you know teenagers obviously you might want to give them a bit of independence and responsibility saying uh-huh. well you know you have some homework I don't mind when you do it but obviously do it before let's say the next school lesson if that's tuitions or the, the next tuition lesson and uh you know, and you, you're responsible for doing right. You can ask me for help. If if I'm the parent who can't really help with maths, saying like, well, you know, we find someone else who can help you, but, you know, you can ask for help, but I'll leave it up to you. So just a bit of independent responsibility rather than saying, did you do the homework? Are you supposed to do homework Wednesday evening? Now it's Thursday. How it was not done. You know, just, just again, a little bit more positive way. Later they all find out, oh, I, I'm actually, it's, it's, it's showing that I'm not doing the homework or not as much as I said I will and I really need to up my game because the exams are coming or uh, we're going in circles and it's a little bit embarrassing with the tutor or it'll be embarrassing maybe with parents who gave you the freedom to be responsible for your own homework. Yeah. That usually works. Just just rather than treating them still as children, just treat them a little bit more like adults and they might behave like adults and, and it just works for everyone a little bit better. So that's that's for like a, you know, homework, um, kind of the general management that seems to work fairly well. I mean, not, not for everyone, but you can always try this approach. I, I had fairly good results, even with students that their parents are saying like, he would never do homework. And just like, we can't ever let him do sit with the books. I'm like, well, let's just give him a little bit of freedom or give you a little bit more responsibility. Just like, you know, and uh, yeah, so that's a, that's a good combination, but obviously, if there is a trouble uh, that the student don't really get, it's like there's another option. Obviously, sometimes students are not that good with, let's say, reading textbooks. Um, yeah. as you, it, it could be fairly boring, like a lot of like, <laughs> like where, where the visuals. So yeah, yeah, like let's say educational videos. So some some students prefer rather more vi- hearing it rather than reading it because you have different ways of learning. You read things, you hear things, you see things, and various combination of these so of course a lot of things could be also at maths as well but i can see in other subjects just like you you can touch things you know when you let's say model an atom for chemistry and understand that better you know so really yeah. different of learning so find the best uh one or best combination and uh stick to it maybe some apps and games some students just kind of finding when they do a little bit of competition um they rather do that than just sitting at a textbook and and trying to work out some you know boring maths <laughs> yes yeah. so whatever works whatever whatever just pushes them uh is fine as long as they just start doing their homework and uh therefore getting their practice and hopefully therefore getting better at maths so but if, if everything fails or if just kind of still feels too much, then obviously there is the option. Like, um, I'm a maths tutor. So that's my job what to do. I help students. So to, yeah, ask for extra help. And specifically, what I am just now working at is something to avoid the trouble 
and stress later on towards GCSE. Uh, well, I get so many, so many GCSE inquiries, end of year time when they get end of year results or beginning of year 11 or even later in year 11. Just I, that's a challenge for me. And I always try to help as much as I can. But of course, with limited time, it's not always that easy. It's a lot of stress. The tuition needs to be very intense very often. It could be several hours per week of tuition to yeah. catch what's been you know and it's it's not easy it's just obviously it's very costly as well so there's just so many negatives to it although i do it every year because i get these inquiries every year and i was thinking how to how to try to do something else to maybe an, an option how this can be avoided and so i created a program for key stage three students because if you have any gaps at key stage three there's the ugly snowball that's rolling and uh, so that's why I said I created this program where students can be independent, responsible, how they do it when they do it. It's also yeah. time flexible. So no worries if you don't have time exactly at Wednesday, four o'clock. In this program, you aim to learn key skills for maths that you will need at GCSE. When you, if you've started year seven, grade, you have like year seven, year eight, year nine. But if you start year eight or year nine, at least just like get it going, get that sort of way of 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 working a little bit more independently, working a little bit more like kind of like I can do it myself. Get the help because you can ask me anything you need and you get the answer from a professional tutor. I think that could be a really big game changer for everyone who's already maybe dreading it and has got still quite a few years going. And they want that just extra little help. But also, as I said, combining all the stuff I said, it's good that the students can be independent. Nobody will be telling them, now you have to log in for the lesson or you have to go there to the tuition center and do your work. No, just do it a little bit more independently. It's up to mm -hmm. you. And get all the help you can get. Just ask get the help, get it going. And, you know, just just get out of that snowball. And then you you just get to your GCSE and like, well, I'll learn this. This is fine. This is okay. I understand. Okay, well, I can do this. And that's all you want. You don't want to be stressed. So. No, absolutely. And less stress from your child taking their GCSEs equals far less stress in the household, I can imagine. So, yeah. And is this your program? Is, is it open? Is it is it doable? How do people get to this if, if they decide that they want to reach out for help and pass their child's maths problem over to you? <laughs> so basically, website where there's all the information you can always ask me for anything that you still want to know about it and uh, the good thing is because it's as flexible as it is you can really join anytime even during the school year if there are spots available because it's really about uh, me being able to personally help all the students so it's it's somehow limited as mm. much belief that I can take on as many students so you um, but currently there are spaces so for all three years so um, it's possible to join uh, it's possible to try it on um, I have a little um, kind of like for the early birds a little offer that they can basically pay one month fee but have it for two months so it's basically like 50% off and all your details are on your website your maths tutor so if anyone wants to go I will post the links obviously um, with this podcast as well when I put it on social media so anyone can just get in touch with Veronica if you've got any questions or anything but it's kind of understanding it's okay to ask for help with some of this stuff we you know we're not supposed to be experts as parents at everything there's way too much um, to be able to do so 
to find a low cost tailored tutoring for maths specifically um, is a bit of a golden nugget if I'm honest so it seemed a bit stupid not to share it so I'm so glad you agreed to come on Veronica and share some ideas people can try themselves and you know if that fails there's another option there's always things that can be done so yeah that little glimmer of hope in the maths corner of every parent's world which you know I think quite a few of us need every now and then so I thank you so much for all the advice you've given um, and yeah the time you've given to share this with everybody who's listening so is there anything else you wanted to add before we go or are you happy you've covered everything that you need you wanted to for anyone listening I think we covered everything I just really wanted to stress the thing that um, maths really is not that bad <laughs> try to believe it <laughs> I can almost see you with your maths flag flying it high at the minute it's doable you could do it it's not that bad (laughs) fantastic well thank you ever so much for your time veronica and i'll share all that information for anyone who needs it but the lasting message is there is hope they can get confidence in their math it's just about finding their way so that's a good note to leave on so i think we'll close at that and thank you for your time thank you Well, that's it for this episode. And if you're hearing this message, then that means you've listened all the way to the end. And for that, I really want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thanks for listening to this. And if you have any questions, suggestions or feedback, please, please do send me a message. I always love to hear from people who've been listening. Send me a message through Facebook or Instagram. I will always reply. So don't hesitate to reach out. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and found it informative. And if you did, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you're feeling really, really lovely, you could leave me a review on Spotify. Whatever happens, thanks again for taking the time to listen. And please let me know if there's anything else I can cover to help you whilst you're parenting a teen. Have a lovely day.